0: We're live here, Sports & Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max, Live 365, iHeartRadio, YouTube. We have one of the nicest coming out of West Philly right now, goes by the name of D4M, Sloan. Sloan, what's going on, man? Welcome to the show. How's your night going, man? How you feeling? What's up, man? I'm doing pretty good. Congratulations on all your success this far, man. You're really taking it over in two lanes, not just music, but also the TV side as well, and I'm sure film eventually. But how are you feeling about your newest single, Swiper.
1: I'm feeling good about it. Man. It's going up. You know what I mean. We're gonna keep putting that groundwork in and pushing. It. It's going hard.
0: Absolutely. And you have you have a really rich history already in this industry right now from just being with Skiano and your partner back in the day. Rest in peace to him and my condolences. We're gonna get further into that. But take me back to your earliest hip hop memory. What was your introduction to hip hop as a young kid?
1: Well, I got two. I got two. That I was just thinking about my head. I got um. I remember I was younger at elementary school. I had to be around like first grade and Lil Wayne licked me like a lollipop. Lollipop, lollipop song. And I seen like the older kid listening to it on YouTube. I turned around. I ain't really know too much about YouTube either. And I just remember seeing that video and just seeing how lit it looked it, And it just like made me want to just like live like that. You know, like it was lit. You know what I mean? And the second one was I was in a car and Power Ooh. 99 was on the radio in my city. And I heard it was like a, I thought it was a kid. It was like a young girl, and she was rapping. I think her name was Roxanne. I can't remember. I really feel like it was Roxanne. But it was just rapping on the radio, and it just just sounded good. It sounded good. It made me want to rap.
0: Those are your two influences. Early memories right there, Lil Wayne. You mentioned Lollipop. There's a huge impact on the hip-hop culture off the Carter Three, featuring Static Major. Most up. I, I could see cool. you doing a remix to that or doing some sort of acknowledgement being that's your favorite song. I know artists usually always want to pay homage and they'll oh, even man. remix and flip it on their own.
1: Just give me an idea, man. You hear me? Somebody's probably lyric set <laughs> with one of my new songs. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh,
0: but yeah, it, just so many early inspirations right there. What do you think is the most impactful hip hop album ever to come out of Philly from a Philly artist?
1: I wouldn't necessarily say a hip-hop album. I would probably say, like, it was a few singles. You had BDC, Fill It In The Air. You had Freeway, What We Do Is Wrong. We do, uh, you had Meek Mill, Dreams and Nightmares intro. I would say those three.
0: Dreams and Nightmares, that's a big, that's a huge one for the city, especially the whole Philadelphia. You actually got a co-sign from Meek Mill. Walk me through how, what that meant for you to get that co-sign, being from Philly.
1: Oh, man, it was, um, it was lit, man. It was, um, it wasn't something I expected, but as an um, older guy in Philly and um, an inspiration for a lot of young rappers, I seen it happening, you know, and he, him just showing love, like, I mean, he's showing love back to the, the newer rappers in Philly. So, yeah, I, I, um, I appreciated that.
0: Respect to him. I hope you guys get a collaboration in, in the future, just put it on for the whole Philadelphia.
1: know most um, definitely.
0: You actually were a boxer early on in your career, and I heard that you got into a car accident. Unfortunately, got hit by a car. You broke your ankle, and you decided not to box anymore. Being from Philly, is there a favorite film that you have pertaining to the Rocky series or even one of the Creed films?
1: Yeah, my favorite was the Rocky first and the second.
0: Okay, yeah, against Apollo Creed.
1: Yeah, my, um, my favorite scene. Well, you said Apollo Creed?
0: Yeah, was, those two were the Rocky versus Apollo Creed. Or yeah, my um
1: my favorite scene though was like when um after Apollo Creed died from fighting. Um, okay, Drango. Rocky Four. Yeah, yeah, that's one of my favorite scenes. So when he for him and he died, and I see how hard Rocky went, like how how motivated he got from that. After he was like a little down about the passing of his friend and the terms that they was on, to see how 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 he shook back from that and for him that, that was a, that was a great scene. That was a great.
0: It was a strong scene. Him going to Russia, getting out there the train as well, not even in his own country so and going out there to beach, the beat. That's crazy. That was- Especially he was doing all the steroids too, so he had to go up against that as well. And the fact that he was able to take that down was a testament to him. Oh, for
1: sure. That was that was that was that was that was that was amazing.
0: Yeah. Does that relate to in any way? Because I know we're gonna get it into it later in the show. Just a follow up question, real quick. Does that relate to any way? And with you, when you lost Siano, feels like you had to fight this mental battle.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just going hard. It's like the, the the losing of a friend and especially like being in the same field, like how you both was in boxing and we both was like in the music industry and just like having to go harder with that. Just in memory of him. That's like.
0: This brings me to my next question because you are a boxer and you were back in the day. How did the mental aspects of boxing prepare you for the music industry because it's very cutthroat, which we already know.
1: Uh, like being an athlete and like and rapping in the music industry, it's like it's both a competitive, competitive sport. You know, so everybody got to be going hard in the studio. Everybody got to go hard with like everything they do because at the end of the day, it's the music industry, it's the music business. Everybody trying to get to a certain level, so. Just going hard and being consistent, and dedication, hard work, all three of those, hard work, dedication, and consistency, both tie back to both aspects.
0: Once things start to really take off here, because people are already calling you the king of Philadelphia right now, and that title usually goes to the person who's really making some noise out here and being a trendsetter for the longest time, would you consider just going back just one match with anyone of your choice for a celebrity boxing match? Would you ever consider that?
1: Oh No, most definitely. Was definitely that we might put that and in, 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 in work soon.
0: <laughs> Who would be a great match for you? You think if there was anyone out there you love to go in and match with?
1: I have really seen only oh, what's rapper right I've seen like boxing. I seen I seen DDG boxing, I seen DDG boxing. I seen um I I don't remember seeing other rappers boxing though. I know a lot of celebrities who's boxing. I never seen too many rappers like boxing like. But anyone, anyone, you know,
0: anyone, and you could definitely go toe to toe for them for sure. Skiano, you got to get into him and just in memory of him. What was the first time that you met Skiano for your fans out there who may not know the story?
1: I met Skiano and um, in grade, I was like in seventh grade. You no, know, I mean I knew his cousin first. I knew his cousin all my life. I knew his cousin all my life. Young cousin and I met him in seventh grade and. When we met, we just kicked it off, man. Like, we kicked it off. It was not even on the music stuff; just hanging around. Like, to I mean, my real homie. I mean, going to his house, coming to my house, just hanging around. We um, we tried to make music back in the day, but we never could. Like our times, we would be doing one thing this day, the Senator had yeah, do this. But by the time we did make music, it was like lightning in a bottle. I mean, and it just went hard.
0: And it worked. You guys were a dynamic duo. And it was a tough transition for you going to a solo artist. Was there any doubt that you faced early on? Because you had the talent and potential right there because your fans were so used to being as a duo. Was it difficult for you to transition that solo artist and really just carry on the tradition? Was there ever doubt there that you could do it?
1: I wouldn't really say no doubt, but I would say uh I was like in like a like in a lower like mood. I didn't really want to make music at the moment, like for the first two, three months. But I knew that if I did it would all be for no reason. You know, like, everything that we've been through, it would all have been for no reason if I never continued. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It would just be like, it was like, we did all this for no reason. Like, we was were we living for nothing.
0: It's difficult to deal with the passing of a close friend and just a loved one in general, and you guys were going to be making history together. You made history, and you're carrying on his tradition. Did you – Seek out going to speak with with a therapist by any chance to deal with the grief that you were going through at that time.
1: No, I um I cope the pain by the well I don't really know how to cope with being me personally. I don't really know how to cope with like feelings like 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 death and on the other side like relationship with a partner. I don't know how to cope with feelings, parents. So I don't really know. I don't really speak on them or talk about them. I, I like listening listen to music. I feel like that's like a good like outlet for me, just listening to music and just praying. I mean, I know God got me just singing and praying, you know.
0: You mentioned that you pray, so you're kind of spiritual. Do you ever feel as though that he's with you? Has there been any moments of you being out there on tour, performing, or even in the booth, putting a song together, being like, man, this sounds like something me and him would have came up with back in the day? Do you ever feel like he's with you spiritually sometimes?
1: Yeah, every time I'm in the studio, I feel like he's with me. That's crazy. Like in studio, or and when I'm performing, like, and that's and that's crazy. How that's like the only two times I I can feel like he's with me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. What? Other than that, no, I really. I wish I could though. You Me wish I could like if it's in the studio in there. I wish. I be thinking about right boy now, man. I miss Keith, man.
0: Yeah. What was your most memorable moment with him? It could be a studio session, anything. What was your most memorable moment with him?
1: Oh, man, it was so many. It was so many, like, just to think about one uh, most memorable moment, the one that I can think of right now off the top of my head would be... Uh, One time we was in school. We both were still in school. <laughs> And um, and um another school had us to come perform. It's like our first, our first um performance. So when that school had us performed, we came. We left our schools. The school we was at, I went to Master Shoemaker, he went to another school called Over High School. They both in the same vicinity, both in West Philly. Mm-hmm. I walked out of school without telling the teacher I'm leaving. I walked out of school and he walked out of school. And we both met up on our block. We changed our clothes, we went home, changed our clothes, met up on our block. and the field of home, we all just went to the other school. They go perform at a whole nother school. And we seen how they reacted to so us when we came to perform. We didn't know how it was going to be, we didn't know another school wanted us to perform. But we, when we came in there, they screamed like so loud. It's like our first time, rhythm. this moment, why, that's why I put this as one of my favorite moments. This moment right here, we looked at each other at the performance and said, bro, we famous. <laughs> we famous like that. that like, we really was we was geeked up about that at that age. Like, we was geeked up, like dying. Right we really, we mean some people, you know. Mm-hmm. Mean some
0: people. And, and you've carried on. You had a lot of impact on people's lives out here, especially with the anthems "Baby Shark," Land, because you went on to create some major party banger especially on TikTok and you guys were the first to really do it down in Philly and put you guys on the map especially for West Philly on TikTok. Do you have any other upcoming anthems that you're working on in the stash that you think is going to become a party anthem? Another one in the stash?
1: I got I got a few. I got a lot of songs, like unreleased songs, but I feel like like Sway my release Sway to That's still going, like, crazy. Like, it had a big spike on Apple Music and it's just going crazy. And I don't see that stopping no time soon. So, I'm going to keep pushing it. And I feel like, I I personally feel like it's going to go gold. It's going to go gold. Hopefully platinum, but I know for a fact in my heart. And and me just thinking and just putting trajectory together, it's going to go gold. But I got a few songs, you know. I got a few songs. I got a big future coming and all that. But I don't want to talk too much about that, but no, no, no.
0: <laughs> yeah, we definitely want to touch on what we want to cover here today. I know people always ask you about the major label deals as well, and we always just got to update that and just say, coming soon and just watch for the announcement. I know you always say that, so we're going to keep that going right there. But Avenger was an important track for you because that was after the passing in the Skiano, and you said that I got to take this to the next level and keep it going.
1: Yeah, that was my first record at the Ski Pass. That was my first record. And I was in the studio, and I had all my homies in there. And I just was like I had to, I like when I record I like the whole studio dark, like a dark vibe, just like just dark. I don't like it all bright. And it's just just, this this thinking is me just thinking of my own little when I'm in the studio, I'm in my own mood, like, you know. So nice went hard and I just recorded that.
0: Trap Rock Star, that's what you call yourself. When and how did this name come about for yourself? Tell me when this started.
1: Uh it, um, me and Skiano started trap rock, we um we were just thinking of like it's like a genre. It's like a, it's so many meanings. Us like it's our genre of our music. It's our lifestyle. You get what I'm saying? We rock stars. We live life like rock stars. We perform. We rock stars. We dress like rock stars. Everything we do is just like a rock star lifestyle. But where we come from, like turns of Philadelphia, the track, the type of music we make, and it all mixed in one. Like lightning in the bottle. It's Schiano, track rock
0: stars. Trap rock stars, you're putting on trendsetters out there in Philly, and you've always been known throughout West Philly. So, was it easy for your music to get on once people found out that you were a hip hop artist? Being already known,
1: yeah, no, most definitely. Um, especially because everybody showed me love. You know, everybody showed me love. It wasn't no, it wasn't really, in the beginning. It wasn't no hate. You get what I'm saying? Was no hate. That's how it always is, though. Coming up with music, it was a whole lot of love. Like whole oh, West Philly, everybody showed me love. Everybody's playing. There was no animosity towards me, nothing, no, nobody like kind of like just hating, nobody hating on the music. Everybody listening to it, playing it. And it just, that's how it grew. And you see, it just spreads. Music in the city spread. One popular song, of run a whole city, full circuit. We kept going. There wasn't no denying it.
0: It's amazing that you haven't experienced hate. Do you think that's like a Philly thing? Do you feel as though that there's not as much hate in Philly as there may be in other places?
1: Well, I feel like it's hate everywhere, but me being for Philly, all I all I know is Philly. How the people from Philly That's where I come up from, you know what I'm saying? So I really don't know how it is everywhere else. But you know, you get a lot of well when you listen to a lot of people, a lot of people you listen to a lot of rap and stuff like that. A lot of people doing interviews like that, they say, damn, it's hate in our city but us coming from Philly, really, I don't know, like we don't really get too much hate going to other places. So I believe.
0: No, that's that's a blessing right there. Good for you, especially that you don't have to experience that and you can just focus on yourself and focus on the positive energy. I, I want to get into the features that you want to work with. Doja Cat, that's one of the top ones, Nicki Minaj, Future. Has there been any movement at all in in, in regards to you securing these features? Because you're you're blowing up, man.
1: Not particularly with those three, but like there's other names that I haven't mentioned. It's been in the works. There's been a lot of conversation and a lot of stuff in the works, like so. It's as we as we came back earlier, we were talking about stay tuned.
0: Stay tuned. Uh-huh. Watch out for those announcements.
1: Yeah, keep following my social media and stay tuned.
0: If there's a hip hop legend from either the '90s, the 2000s, I'll give you some examples. Beanie Siegel, I think that would be someone that you love to work with. Nas, Jay Z. Who's someone that you would love to get in the studio with to just put it on for the to make hip hop history and collaborating with a legend?
1: Yeah, it's crazy. It's free. I just was talking to Beanie Seagull, too. Um, oh wow! Like like last month we um we um know some of the same people and we was we was just talking. You know what I mean, you know what I mean, and but if it was somebody, I would say Fifty Cent. Mm. And another person, I would say is. If I could have, it would have been DMX.
0: I like that choice.
1: It was like my top three that I would work.
0: Especially your style, because your style, it kind of comes to that whole pain. Because I feel pain when I listen to your music. DMX had a lot of pain in his music when he was going through. It's Dark and Hell is Hot, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. He was always speaking about... Damien and the demons he was going through and I feel as though there's pain in what you express in your music especially that gritty and just the voice because you got your own voice that you established in your music and it's, it's raw and gritty for sure.
1: No, it's definitely yeah, that voice the voice period that's why I just named those two because like coming up in the area we both had like a different voice you know what I'm saying and it just was like you could do so much with different voices just being a unique period but like
0: Bobby Schmirter danced to your video and you guys eventually had a conversation. Tell me what transpired in that conversation. What was that like between you two?
1: Uh I I it's crazy. I didn't even know he was dancing to my music on his on his Instagram and um I just seen people tagging me in it. You know what I mean? And um I reposted it. He DM'd me. He told me like, man, you're doing your thing, keep going hard. I mean, I'm a, I'm supporting, you know what I mean? Anything you need, just hit me. Like anything you need, just hit me. Like. I'm, I'm here to show love. Like he just, he just supportive, it just supportive dude. I mean, and I rock with Bobby Smurdy for that. I, mean, I told him ain't too many people supporting the newer, younger artists. You know what I'm saying, I told me got my full support back.
0: Not only dominating the music side of things, but the TV aspect as well. Especially with Bel Air, Darnell, people know you for that role on Bel Air. Morgan Cooper was a fan of you and your music, and you eventually got reached out to through uh, agency to get this. Opportunity to audition, you sent your tape in and you got the role like a week later. What is it like being on a movie set? What did you learn about the world of TV and film being on Bel Air?
1: It's a whole, I feel like it's a whole nother world than the music industry, you know what I'm saying? Just staying in the trailer, it was like a great experience to me. Like, I love the experience of staying in the trailer half of the day it's like being in a, like your own little room you get your own little little hotel little room <laughs> <It's> <laughs> inside, you know what I mean you get in T V drinks you know you just chilling there to read your script so the time for you to go on set go to wardrobe you know makeup hair it's just like the whole the whole Hollywood steck that you that you think about is really that you know what I'm saying.
0: Did you it have was, any conversations with Morgan Cooper potentially oh, yeah, about yeah. him keeping you in some other future work, perhaps? Yeah,
1: yeah, Morgan Cooper. He um he showed love. Like he going he 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 one of them dudes who who um who wanna see everybody win. You know? So we never talked too much about that, but he, he, we gonna um we locked in, me and him locked in, so
0: locked in. So, What's a role that you think that you would love to play once you take acting on again? Is there a specific role? When you look back in history, we look back all these iconic roles like Heath Ledger and the Joker. We can go on and on. Denzel Washington, Training Day. What's a role that you would love to play that you think people may not see in your music and have seen from you yet?
1: Uh, hopefully we make another Twilight because I want to play in Twilight.
0: Wow, know- that's different.
1: Yeah, I'm going to look back at this and you know, it's going gonna, to make me happen. You're going to make it happen I'm gonna look like he just like you said that. You might then you said that. I'm like, yes, I did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's different for sure. When when we like, preparing for Darnell, was there any specific actors' performances that you looked at?
1: Yeah, I looked at a lot of not even just performances, I looked at a lot of stuff, like even behind the scenes stuff. Like I was looking at Juice behind the scenes, just looking at Tupac. Like he's like a big inspiration on, just like on acting and music. Bishop. Yeah, Bishop. Like it was a hell of a rule, like. Him just being successful what he did, that just gave me a lot of just like motivation motivational thought process. Even before this role, just like seeing that, you get what I'm saying? So I watched I watched Juice again. I looked at the behind the scenes, a lot of the behind the scenes interviews, just him period, all that period. That's how they were also young. And then, like the hip-hop era. Uh I looked at I Minister mean, Society all over again. Just looking at those certain type roles. And also just knowing my role, what type of role I play, I looked at um Another movie Tupac played in a Butter Room.
0: Okay, yeah, Birdie. Yeah, if
1: you if you think about it, like my role was kind of kind of similar to that.
0: Birdie, yeah, yeah he played in there. With, he's got some iconic roles. That that's one of them. People don't bring up Birdie too much, but that that's definitely one of the ones okay, up yeah. there. Bernie Mac was in that movie.
1: There was a lot of good iconic legends in that movie.
0: Yeah, Wood Harris, he was in there. Iconic. Rapping and acting, just trying to keep up with Pac was something that Dave East referenced on one of his songs. Is Tupac your top rapper, actor?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. They tied what you said. Like one of my first um, music experiences, uh, hip hop experiences, Tupac. My mom had a bunch of CDs inside a CD case of Tupac and BMX. And I can't even remember what's in there. Biggie Smalls, so
0: yeah. The legends, yeah. hip hop legends for sure. But man, we get we got to get into this. What your what's on your vision board? What's next for you? What are you manifesting next in your career? Because people often utilize vision boards, especially if they're successful in the entertainment industry. What's on that vision board? Even if you haven't created one yet, what's on there for you to achieve next?
1: I definitely got one. Oh, you got I, one. <laughs> uh. It's a lot but I'm gonna say like two, like my next two, I'm gonna say gold, gold, platinum and diamond mm. I mean music, music wise, like this what my music I mean, create a label uh i want i do wanna take it to the to the extremist level I could take it, you know.
0: That was one of the questions that I had for you because Benny the Butcher said on the song Burden the Proof" last year was about branding. This one's about expanding. How are you planning on expanding your brand? Because you just touched on the record label, but how about even a charity foundation? Have you thought about expanding your platform and doing some things for charity?
1: Oh no, yeah, most definitely. I'm on. I'm, I'm currently like about to put together like a, something like a schools. A school.
0: A back so to I'm school back, drive.
1: I, yeah, I wanted to get with bags, but I don't really, I want to do something more special, you know. So. I don't want to speak too much on it because I don't know. (laughs) I want want, want to do something special.
0: Make it a surprise as well.
1: Yeah, make it a surprise too. I'll come up.
0: You released Full Moon. That was the first major one right there with the project-wise. How's the next project going to connect to this message-wise and just the evolution of you as an artist because you're evolving every day?
1: My next project is going to be special. And I always think about this. It's crazy that you brought this up. My next project is going to be special because you get to see every different aspect of Sloan. Like my first, my, my full moon take was like, more just like I'm back full moon, like full wolf moon. This project, you're gonna get to see like feelings, whether they said, whether it's love, you know what I'm saying? You wanna see treacherous, like the wolf. You're just gonna see every aspect of different Sloan, every aspect. And I never really gave him a love song before and all that, so or a pain song, so you are going to see that you're gonna see everything.
0: Yeah, and we'll be staying tuned to that. I know that's gonna be another one for the announcement page. Just stay tuned and locked in for that. I know Christina wanted me to lock in here this question for your million dollar deal. Mm-hmm. Tell us about it, man.
1: Oh man, it was it was a, it was it was it was a long. At the ski, dive it was a long. What? How? How long ago like, – I ski that in twenty twenty, and it's twenty twenty two right now. Damn, it was two years. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. I just thought about it. We, me, my own manager, Rasheen Farlow, Christina, uh, the whole my whole team, Corey Walker. We um we've been in conversation this past whole. How many months have been? Maybe five months, five months, and just going hard. Like this first, we just we just building a lot of stuff out, going hard. And five months ago, I'm gonna say five months ago. Well, let me start. I want to start. I want to bring you all the way back. Corey Walker, my a mm-hmm. he um he was with another legal before it. He with we were now. He um been checking back and just like staying locked in with us for like a whole year at our first conversation that we had because he originally heard me from I think this I don't know if it was my song. I don't know what song he, I think it probably was like Blockbender. I can't remember I think it was Blockbender, my song Blockbender. and he just been staying tapped in for like a year, just seeing everything elevate. And once he got the position he got now, he wanted to make it his his um his goal to just lock in like lock me in as his artist as a sign of me as his artist so we end up signing a distribution deal first you know then I dropped a song called Swag Talk I dropped a song called Swag Talk
0: that's a big one
1: it went crazy on TikTok it went crazy so then a lot of other labels started reaching out like every label you could think of was reaching out you know what I'm saying so we was taking meetings me my manager was going to like New York, back and forth, like just taking meetings, back to back. And just, uh, how many months? I'm trying to do the time frame on months. How many months? live like after that, February. Yeah, February. So like a two month, a month, two months later. I can't figure the months. It's so the months. It's probably like I would say two months. I would say two months later. We end up locking in this with walls he been talking to that um AWAL. I don't want to say all the leaders that we talked to, but we talked to every leader. <laughs> and we end up coming to agreement on putting this dirty guy right here. And we're here.
0: We're here. No, congratulations on that because I know in all your interviews when I'm doing my research here it was always just wait, just wait, just wait. But now you finally arrived. And how does it feel? How are you celebrating? I know the the next project's gonna be the evolutionary stage and just how you've grown as an artist, but how are you celebrating and what's what's next here?
1: I wouldn't say celebrating, because we, we still got a lot of work to do, you know. So I'm just really just, just planning. We just planning. that's basically what we're doing right now, planning planning a bomb, the biggest bomb. Just seeing how we just gonna drop it. Right, School. Take over everything. Burn the whole world down.
0: <laughs> the ultimate takeover.
1: The ultimate takeover. Yeah. That's
0: basically. What's the most important thing you've learned in this industry as far as making it as an artist? What's the number one thing that you learned? It could be an aspect of patience. What's something that you've learned in order to just keep going in order to get this deal and level up in your career?
1: I take maybe like something that I heard like a lot. Like I would say basically it's going to come. It's going to come. You don't got to rush nothing. You don't got to. It's going to come. Just work. You know, the music speaks for itself. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, and it's already written. Everything already written. And even if it's not already written, because I got, I, I do believe everything is already written, but I believe that you can, you're gonna add some extra in that book. You get what I'm
0: saying?
1: I believe you can add some extra in every book. It all depends on how you carry it. You're the how offer
0: bad. to your own story.
1: Yeah, you're going to be the author to your own story. Depends on how bad you want it. You're going to get it.
0: And you already did, man. You manifested it. Congratulations on this million-dollar deal, man. Big things are only ahead for you. Acting, hip-hop, everything. You're really going to be taking over here, making not only Philly history, but hip-hop history as well. Any upcoming yeah. performances that you want to plug in here? Rolling Louds, anything? I know Rolling Louds coming up.
1: World loud, September twenty fifth, New York Queens, City Field, D Sloan will be in the building. <laughs> I
0: I don't know if you're going to be wanting to have a personalized Mets jersey, but you'll probably bring your Phillies jersey with you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> coming through, man. Be, be ready to shut that whole stage down.
0: That's right, man. Go do your thing. Shout out to you for coming on the show here tonight, man. Thank you for everything that you're doing, you for
1: me, man. For sure.
0: Of course, man, you're always welcome. Thank you to Christina for setting this up. You know, it, it was great. I think you have an important story that needed to be told, and that's why you were here on the show here tonight. Congratulations on everything that you've achieved this far, and keep going, man, because big things are only ahead of you. And they can follow you on Instagram and Twitter, or everywhere, d 4 Yeah. With Thank the you. money
1: sign. You can't find me with the money sign. It's on there without the money sign. All music platforms, d 4 Sloan with the money sign. All social media platforms, d 4 Sloan without the money sign.
0: And go check out the newest single, Swiper, available on all platforms. And stay tuned to all the announcements on his social pages. We already know. Well, Let's get we already it. know. Sloan, take care. Enjoy the rest of your night, man. Stay safe, all right?
1: Yeah, I appreciate you, man. Appreciate you for having me.
0: Of course, man. Anytime, man. Peace out.